Alrighty, y'all. So I've never done a video podcast before um, or a podcast in general. So I'm just kind of experimenting, trying to feel stuff out. But um, I actually got a few questions this week that I wanted to kind of go over. So it's just going to be a short little episode, um, really just going over how to invest in real estate if you don't want to buy a house. Now, obviously, I work in real estate. I would love to sell you a house. But this has been a question I've gotten two or three times um, just because of some news articles that have been out there. Okay, so I kind of wanted to go over some of those options with you guys. Um, so right off the bat, we'll start. So I think the first and most common uh, over the last 30 or 40 years is real estate investment trusts. So this is a, a publicly traded stock um, that is traded for the sole purpose of buying, acquiring real estate and maximizing value. So really, I mean, anyone can go buy these if you have a Robinhood account, uh, if, pretty much any brokerage, you can go buy these. Um, and they've gotten pretty popular. Commonly, they pay dividends every month. So that's kind of why a lot of people like them. And it's more of like a a stock market thing. It does trade on a little bit of emotion and fundamentals. Um, but a few examples of these would be Realty Income, uh, which is ticker symbol O, and essentially trades every month, uh, pays a dividend every month, and the dividend's been going up for like 50 years. Um, they acquire like a lot of your Walgreen properties, CVS, kind of stuff like that. They'll buy it and they'll maximize the value um, over time. And not a bad investment, very conservative. And technically, you are buying the underlying real estate. So some pros and cons of this. Uh, pros, I mean, you, can, you don't have to spend you know, half a million dollars on a multifamily property. You literally could buy a $20 share and uh, benefit from the gains in appreciation and dividends. Um, the cons is you don't have as much direct control. And with any investing, there's always risks that someone could mismanage your money uh, like FTX, like WeWork, that kind of thing. So you don't have as much direct control, which some people that's a really big deal breaker is if you're going to risk, you know, investing upwards of $10,000, you want to have direct control and be able to really guide those investments and make sure that you're not exposed to any uh, shady business practices, undue risk and whatnot. Um, so I'd say that's definitely been historically the most common way to invest in real estate without buying a house. Number two, and this is kind of something that's really interesting to me, there's a whole new realm of companies that are coming out and they realize house prices have gotten really crazy, especially in certain demographic, or uh, excuse me, uh, in certain areas, um, especially close to metropolitan cities. And um, especially, I mean, up and down the West Coast is where I see a lot of these companies popping up. Uh, adjacent to Silicon Valley, I guess also makes sense. Um, but somewhere like arrive.com. Okay. So this is a new startup that several big name investors have gotten in on Jeff Bezos. Don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Uh, Elon Musk, I think invested in it early. Um, but essentially what this is, it's a marketplace where you can go and actually, uh, buy shares of single family properties. So you go on there and let's say I'm looking, I'm, I live in Richmond, Virginia, and I'm like, okay, I really want to uh, invest, but I don't really see any opportunity near here. The market is a little bit overvalued. So I pop on there and you, you might find like a cabin that's a short-term rental in Montana. And it's, it's getting a lot of, uh, it has, you know, full, it's always occupied. Um, it's doing really well. So essentially, instead of paying for the whole $300,000 cabin myself, it's divided into like, you know, 100,000 shares, all priced at, I'm so bad at math, you know what I'm, three or $30 a piece, depending on the property. 
And so you just buy as many as you want. So if you have like $3,000 that's in a savings account and earning you like 0.01% interest, you could say, okay, I don't necessarily get that much of a return on that. So let me go invest it in a house in Dallas, Texas or Washington, D.C. Um, and once again, kind of like the REITs, you do get the appreciation of the value and it does pay out dividends. So every quarter you get a, you know, 30 cents for every share you own, something like that. So, I mean, it is, it is a good way to invest. Now it does have the same cons as some of these other, you know, real estate trusts, which is pretty much, you don't have direct control over how it's fixed up, when, and for how much you sell it for, uh, a few other terms like that. So you're kind of putting your trust in, an independent company to do that. Now, I will say they do have a lot of safeguards, and I'd recommend you go on their website and check it out and read in some of the, the ways that they make sure your money is safe. And they're, you know, it's that way, if a few properties start going down, they're all not going to go down necessarily because um, they keep things very separate like that. So it's a really interesting way, you know, especially if you don't like the stock market a bunch because a lot of people see it as like a, a rich person feelings machine kind of thing. Uh, recommend checking out that website as a way to uh, park your money and some real estate investments. Um, and there's some other companies like that too. Fundrise, for example, um, is another one. And I will say that one's been around for a little bit longer, has a lot more uh, diverse selection of properties that you can go for. You can do industrial, uh, commercial, um, where I think arrived is just single family homes. Um, and now the big con for both of the two that I previously mentioned is liquidity. Um, in addition to not being able to control your investment, it's very, very hard to, let's say, I mean, uh, you wanted to take the money out, uh, medical emergency, family planning, something like that, and you, you needed to take out $3,000. Um, there are set and select selling periods that each company has established that you have to hold the investment for a certain amount of time, and then in two or three years, you can, there's what they call a liquidation event. You can sell your shares to other people or the company buys them back, but you can't, it's not like the stock market. You can't just go on your Robin hood and be like, Ooh, I, I really need this cash and sell and pull it out the next day, which I think is a good, it can be a good thing because it's going to prevent panic selling or selling to buy, you know, I don't know, PS five or something, something like that, that wouldn't be a wise investment. But on the flip side for emergencies, I would definitely recommend not putting too much money in and keeping at least some of your reserves liquid for emergencies or, or anything like that. Um, so those are two, I had two different people ask me about uh, some of those companies earlier this week. But what I will say is I still believe single family housing is one of the best investments you can ever make. So I would recommend, you know, having personal property, whether it's your primary residence or rental, or either, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, guess what I'm, I guess what I'm getting at is maybe doing a little bit of both, where you have your primary and local uh, properties, but then you also have, you know, a, a few dollars in Arrived, a few dollars in Fundrise, and uh, that way, I mean, you're truly diversified, and I think that's probably the best investing advice I've ever had is just to, to make sure to stay diversified. Okay, well, thank you for tuning in. This is the first video podcast. Um, hope it was applicable to you. Um, but, uh, you know, moving forward, we'll have more of these and I would love for you guys to submit some questions below wherever you're listening to the podcast or YouTube. And that way we can talk about stuff you guys want to hear about. So thank you for tuning in and I will be back next week with another post. Thanks.